You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. Uh, I'm here with my guest this week, a very, very, very funny man, all the way in from Calgary, Alberta. Brett Forte's here. Hello, Mr. Forte. Hello. Do Hello. we all do voices yes, on yes. this cast? Yes, uh, yes. We, we were just talking about you were a radio guy. That was my radio voice. And hey, now I, uh, they actually tell you to do that. They, yeah, they want you to... You uh, want to hear what my radio voice... What please, they, please, please. This is embarrassing. This is... What okay. was your what was your I'm not holding what was back. your morning show you had in Calgary before you do this? Let's give it a plug. Uh, RIP. But it was to come when you come on the radio, they tell you to match the music. So if you're coming out of <laughs> Billy Ocean, Caribbean Queen, okay, you gotta have the same fire Billy Ocean had in his eyes when nice. he dropped that in nineteen eighty four. Top three song of all time. Anyways, you gotta come out of it. <clears throat> 101.5 Cool FM Calgary's hits. It's Brett Forte. Hey, how embarrassing is that? That's good. That's good. I like that. No. Well, it's I, not me. It's not how you talk. Our, our intro music uh, done by a very funny uh, or a very nice uh, band, uh, the Pocket Dwellers. Uh, it's very high energy, so I got to come in off our high energy intro music. Oh, I didn't hear it. Okay. Well, we don't. We, we edit it in. That's a post job. Come Look, on. You're a radio guy. We'll fix it in post. Okay, so you are matching the music. I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. I'm a, I, I have a broadcasting diploma from community college, all right? You know what bothers me already? Television broadcast. Is this camera going to go back and forth between us the entire time? No, no, Is he's this... just trying. He, Alex likes to get some vids off the top, and then he uh, then he zones out. Yeah. And uh, he'll check Twitter for the rest of the show. Okay, and, cool. And uh, just... Uh, you know, scam on little girls on uh, Instagram while his fiance is in the oh, other room. Jesus. Dude, let's yeah, talk about know. that. I love doing a nice Zoom job on Instagram. <laughs> I love going deep, deep into the feed, right? I find whatever 18 balloons you're posing beside, right? And then I like to go a little bit deeper. <laughs> I like to go Zoom, and then I'll even comment Zoomed. I'll leave, <laughs> you know, like uh, Pink Panther. You go Zoomed and then like 10X. Yeah, man. <laughs> Let them know how much you Zoomed. I hate when people creep, and then they don't like or they don't leave a trace of where they've been. I will straight up leave a glove like the Pink Panther. I was here, and I liked what I saw. Thank you. Zoomed in. It was nice. It's fun being a creep, man. <clears throat> Are you, a, you you consider yourself a creepy guy? Ah, <laughs> well, okay, that word gets thrown away, thrown around so well, easily. Well, I'm just saying, are you, a, are you are you a single man right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Because last time you were in town, you uh, you had a lady. I did. Um, yeah. And but uh, are you? Do you get around? You seem like a kind of guy that gets you around. Get around. You get around. Great question. Because I, I only <laughs> ask because um you, the similarities between you and my very good friend Jarrett Campbell, Jarrett, yeah. who's a poon hound. Well, was a poon hound. Was now he's in a very loving relationship. That's a some actress he's dating, or is she a comic? Uh, she's a com comic comedic actress. Yeah, comedic actress. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw Blake Griffin checking her out at Just for Laughs. Ooh. Little inside scoop for you. <laughs> Blake was ordering a drink next to me, and he he looked right through me to look at her. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I she's, get around. She's, she's in the biz. <laughs> but you're are you are you a, uh, you're you're a Tinder guy? I'm a okay, to what be honest, man. How you uh, picking up the ladies? I, uh, okay, <laughs> here we go. Let's get into it. <laughs> so I find, uh, 
comedians have almost an unfair advantage when it comes to this, especially if you, and only if you perform for them and you have a good set. Mm -hmm. There is some sort of power, some sort of spell that is put on a person when they see a comic do well. And I equate it to Big, big Mario, okay? When Mario gets big and he can just walk over any turtle, anything, right? As long as you are still within the confines of that room that you just killed in, you are the most important person in that room. Your value is skyrocketed temporarily. (laughs) The minute you leave those walls, you're little Mario again, right? But you can stay big Mario and you you just hop on turtles. Turtles are boyfriends. Turtles are other friends. Turtles, like, it's almost unfair. So... Uh, I would say that is probably, and that girl that you mentioned I was with last year, mm-hmm. there you go. Met her after a show. She came to a show <laughs> with another guy. A oh. guy who I gave tickets to for free to come out to the show, brings her, and then she uh, switches. Nice. I did. Yeah. A, I had a girl do a comic switcheroo uh, early, early in my career back at a show in Niagara. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. She was... uh switcheroo. Yeah, she showed up where I was staying after dropping the other comic that she was dating off. I was like, oh, hello. Yeah. And it's like you would never have had that ability if you didn't perform for her, right? Exactly. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I... Uh, I my wife does give me good fuck-me eyes when I do good. Like, if I come off after doing good, I look at her. She's got this look in her eye, like, oh, you're getting it tonight. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. But then we get drunk and pass out. Uh, your wife was looking great the other night, and I told it to her face. I know See, you did. I don't just hit on your <laughs> wife, Alex. I hit on everyone's wife. Thank you, Brett. That okay? makes me feel much better. I'm consistent across the board. What did I say to her? I was like, oh, did you lose weight? And immediately she's like, what, I was fat before, right? <laughs> just take the fucking compliment. But, but then we... Uh... Then we asked when the last time you were here, and then we did the timeline. She was like, yeah, I probably had a few extra pounds. But yeah, she's looking fit these days, my wife. Yeah. Real hot. Looking real good. Hot. Yeah, yeah, looking yeah. Looking good. She not listens, as, too, so I have to say this. Not as good as me in those boots, though. Pre-cast. No, those boots. You just, had, uh, you just had Alex's lovely fiance's boots on. That's right. Straight from China. She said they came in a bag. 30 seconds in the door. Already got his wife's boots on. Yeah. <laughs> I showed up here after you, and you were trying on boots when I came in, and I was like, how long have you been here? Not long. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't even taken my jacket off yet. You have the legs for the boots. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's a 34 inseam. Do you have have small feet? Uh, Thin feet. It's a size 10, but I don't know. As you can see, it's not a very wide foot. It fits a fruit of the loom quite nicely. My wife called my feet Fred Flintstone feet uh, for their width. (laughs) Not length, just width. I guess that's what it's all about, eh, girth? It's good to be known for your girth. <laughs> Something I am not known for. Uh, so um, that's when you strike. After a show, when the iron's that's hot, I, I, like it. I like it. Well, okay, so the apps, uh, honestly, um, I do I'm this. just curious because you're, 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 you're so much younger than me, and I just want to know how it's done these days. You're a, you're, a, you're a young buck. You're an old soul, though. A lot of it is, uh, girl, okay, here's what's hilarious, is uh, young girls, they don't have the confrontation to actually come up to you after a show and shoot their shot. You'll perform for them, and then you might get a DM three days later. <laughs> you might perform on Wednesday, and when you're flying out Sunday, they'll say, like, hey, I saw you Wednesday, and I just, I think you're blah, blah, blah. And they'll go for it, and you'll go, well, you fucked up. You, hey, like, hey, you, you wasted your, your time. Yeah. 
Uh, Instagram is is where it's all starting now. It's all in the DMs. And now for uh, Tinder and Bumble, I don't actually date on that. What I do is, for example, I will be out of here in a couple days. Tomorrow, actually. So tonight, I will just swipe right on everything. Match with everything on Bumble. And then I will say, hey, shit, we matched a little too late. Um, I was just in town playing the Yuck Yucks all week. Have you ever been there? They go, yes or no. I go, well, hey, maybe get me on Instagram. And maybe next time I'm in town, I'll bring you out to a show. And then I also go, also so I can zoom in on your bikini photos to make it a flirt, right? Because if it's just pure sales pitch, they're going to know you're you're just looking for the clicks. But if you disguise the flirt in there, it actually works quite well. It's embarrassing to even admit that this is how hard I have to work for clicks on the internet. That's all you're after, the clicks? Not well, the clits, the clicks. It's important. <laughs> That's right, man. It's important. Though, What's right? more important, cl- clits or clicks? I'm going to say clicks right now. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. one might get you more of the other. See, my of whole course. thing, when I started doing comedy, I started doing it to get the clits. Yeah, you were in for the clit. Most yeah, people do. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is, like, I, I would use it as, like, just an icebreaker to talk to girls, you know? Okay. And um, it was just, uh, I don't know, it, it's something interesting to tell them about yourself. And how then did, how it, did you meet your wife now? Did um, she come to a show? No, she works Oh, it was, comedy. yeah, yeah, but I just figured. I met her, um, I met her after a show one time just in passing uh k-trev uh introduced us yeah and then um and then i'd see her around a bit and then i uh when yuck yuck started courting me she was uh she was already uh vp in there okay yeah so she was one one of the ones that uh, signed me she said i was her uh third favorite at the showcase so wow and so you're uh, a rare example of that going well <laughs> you know? oh yeah Oh, yeah. Every once in a while, people get married, but most of the time, it's just uh, your name gets dragged through the mud. Yeah, no, we, uh, we, yeah, it, um, or eventually it does. Yeah. I've dated comedians, though. That's always a mess. Like, Kira was a uh, sketch comic years ago, but it hasn't done in years. But the, the fact that she just works in the business, yeah, um, is amazing because she understands, uh, the process of being a comic. So yeah. if I got to leave on a Monday night to go fucking do a show for 10 people for a beer ticket, she gets why I have to do that. <clears throat> Whereas girls outside the industry would be like, why, why are you going there? What's got like, what the fuck? You're not getting paid, you know? Right. It's uh, it's, it was a nice, um, nice little line we had there. Which... Yeah. You guys click and you can also do this thing where you shit on each other. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's yeah. all good. Yeah, and it's she, always all good. Yeah, she's got a very thick skin, and she gets that it's a joke, and is not. Uh, she's not easily offended. There's a lot of women out there that preach about this thick skin that they got it, <laughs> and they don't. No, no, my my wife's got it. But if you if you like if you were to really attack her personally, then she'd be like, "What the fuck, let's. man?" But you got to make yeah. You wanna let's do that. Want to talk about my wife's flaws? I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. She has none. She's a perfect woman. And if you were ever so lucky to see this, the set of tits on this girl, I will. Oh, you will. <laughs> you will. Now we I'm, all now will. Now I'm pushing it. Now I'm pushing. It. <laughs> I withdraw. Um, just, just a, just a perfect rack. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, a, she's That's happy important, with her too. man. I thought I was a ass guy, and and then when you find a good rack, it can really uh, sway you. You know, I've I've been blessed in my um, relationships with good racks over the years. Nice. Yeah, first wife, real good rack. Yeah, I uh, lived with a girl 
nice, nice rack. <laughs> Good racks. And now, uh, now I'm now I've, I've I've finally settled on the perfect rack. You know. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> I recently uh, went to a strip club in Montreal. Uh, I don't have a lot of experiences with strip clubs, but I've heard Montreal is the place in Canada. Yes. To go. So there this summer, and I thought, well, now's my chance. Let's check it out. First of all, really blown away at the the value. Uh, $15 per song and only $5 cover. Okay, compared to Alberta, just you know, it's $30 per song. And you are wow. told to sit on a chair with your legs spread, arms to your side, yeah. and you don't move, you don't touch them. <laughs> and I only had one of those dances. And she was bent over in front of me, and I went, <laughs> I blew. <laughs> I said to shiver down her spine, and she turned around. She, what was that? And I looked away. <laughs> so it wasn't, it wasn't worth the money, man. Um, but this actually was like, here we go. $15 per song. I'm, I'm into it. And what? Next time you do the Niagara Falls Yuck Yucks, um, go to the Sundowner in Niagara Falls. Oh yes. It's, Sundowner. It's, it's a very, 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 very nice place. It is fun. It's yeah. It's a, it's a, it's not like a sleazy, not dirty all. strip club. It's like a fun atmosphere strip club. Like go watch a pay-per-view there. Like it's, it's actually quite interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like they'll have UFC going on yeah. with the strippers still going and like, it's, it's like American strip clubs. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've... They, you ever go to the uh, strip clubs with the uh, the the circled out or hollowed out tables? And, like the horseshoe tables? You ever seen these? No. They're like, uh, they're connected to the stage kind of, and the girl can walk into the table, and then um, she'll do a private dance in your table. Is for... there a pole in, in the no, 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 no. It's just like, it's a... Uh... Some of them can. Some okay. of them may. Some, yeah, some of them might, but it's mostly just uh, like a table with no middle and she dances in the middle and it's 10 bucks a song oh and then if you had like a table of five guys everyone just buys a song you get like it was uh, a group activity no 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 that's no good you do not want a private dance next to your butt no it's not a private dance this is like right in the middle of everything like but it's it's yeah man i'm trying to be a pervert in the shadows man (laughs) if i'm spending 15 dollars per song i don't want my buddies to see me (laughs) i want a phone booth like scenario <laughs> listen my buddy wanted to do this right a, a duo so the two girls come over to us right and it's just so awkward because you're sitting in a chair next to your friend and you can't be natural you can't put any moves on it's just it's a yeah. bad scenario <laughs> but when i was solo uh this is embarrassing to admit but like all of a sudden there is a connection between me and this girl yeah right? they, they make that connection I don't they know will try to happening. make that connection as hard as yeah. possible and it's, and it's a, easier than you think and you know it'll what? cost you a lot of money that connection i knew this negativity was coming i knew you guys weren't gonna believe in this i don't know if i even want to tell the story now. she was sasha first of all she has a name <laughs> And she was beautiful. She was gorgeous, right? For so, 60 bucks, you can find out my real name. Yeah. <laughs> 30. What are we talking about? <laughs> two songs I dropped on her. Big spender. And during these two songs, um, I don't know. I guess I'm getting kind of brave. I'm, I'm testing out the waters because they're, they tell you, they're like, you're not allowed to grab the front and you're not allowed to kiss or lick. Those are the only rules. But you can be hands-on anywhere else. So I'm like, okay, let's... Uh, Let's explore. Let's see. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm going. I'm grabbing hair. I'm I'm pulling back. You know. I'm doing all these moves. Every you know, it's hot and heavy in this room. 
It's hot and heavy to Kesha's TikTok in the background or whatever. <laughs> and at one point, man, she's like, what's your birthday? She says out of nowhere. I go, uh, March 30th. Why? And she goes, oh. she turns around. She goes, I'm March 29th. I knew there was something there. You're in Aries. I'm in Aries. We start talking horoscopes, right? Now, I don't care about horoscopes at all, but I saw the, the belief in her eyes. I was like, okay, she's excited about it. And uh, and then the next song comes on, and I try something real bold, okay? Now, normally, you sit down in these booths, okay? Well, I, I didn't really think about this. The music just hit right. She's standing up, facing away from me, and I stand up behind her. <laughs> and now I've got the hair. I got the hand on the hip. It's like we're dancing, grinding in the nightclub, but we're standing in this booth, and I can see in front of me in the veil... Like the curtain, this like black security guard walking back and forth, right? <laughs> Everyone else is sitting. If you were to peer in, I'm, it's like I got a knife to her throat. I'm like behind her, like hostage. It was weird. But it was cool. She was into it. So now I'm excited thinking I got my new move. Like this is my move. <laughs> Second song drops. I stand, right? This is how I stand out from the other guys. And as a comic, I honestly um, love being able to make them laugh in the booth, make their night better. Like, start giving them a bit of a massage. You know what I mean? Like, some pleasure for them as well. They've had a hard shift. I don't just want to be any guy. I want to be their favorite part of their night. So uh, I do the stand. It's all good. And uh, then the next girl that I try, uh, the next night, I go, now I'm thinking about it. Now it's not natural. I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for the second song, and I'm going to do my move. I'm going to stand again. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, she was so afraid. When I, when I stood with this second dancer, when I stood up, she... Turned around quickly. She's like, well, what are you doing? You need to remain seated. You need to sit down. I felt like such a creep. Connection lost right there? Or oh, what? Well, it was a different girl, so it's no okay. harm, no foul, okay. right? So I'm like, man, I, I fucked up. I got to go back to Sasha. <laughs> this is the next day. And I go up to Sasha, and I tap her on the elbow, and she turns around. I go, hey. And she squints. I go, remember me from the other night? And she goes, no. <laughs> oh, my God. And now you got to picture me with my palms facing the roof going, what do you mean? You March 29th, March 30th, March 20th. We're Aries. We're both Aries. Most of, top five embarrassing moment in my life. You know? she, uh, she has a different birthday for every single guy that comes through there. She just knows all the horoscopes. <laughs> I truly believe. And how, wait, how many songs did you end up giving her? I go, uh, two's my cat. Two, yeah. Okay. 30 bucks, guy. Come on. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, I uh, I had a boss who's uh, he was like he ran the meat department. I was working in the meat department at a grocery store. Oh yeah. And uh, the the head butcher guy, his uh, wife was a stripper. And um, I remember we, me and my buddies went to the strip club where she worked, and she was on stage and recognized me. It was like hey, oh, and like no. waved to me from oh, the stage. No. I was just like oh hi. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like it was such a weird natural moment of like. Like, when you see somebody, you're like, oh, hey, how are you? And, yeah. it, like, she just completely broke stripper character. It was, uh, it was a lovely moment. You, they're real people with real aspirations. <laughs> Is this, um, uh, I, I, I might have heard, I might have heard something on the stage the other night about your mom possibly um, was a, uh, a dancer in this industry at some point in her Not life. Not just any dancer. <laughs> she was the best. <laughs> She was the very best. Was she one of those you know like? About this, Alex? Was no. she one of those like touring features? 
Because I remember like the local strip club uh, in Niagara on the Lake, um, it would like have on their sign like coming, oh, yeah. coming oh, yeah. this weekend. Oh, she got the billboard. Yeah, when you are. <laughs> Or Miss Stag Exotica Canada five <laughs> years in a row. Wow. Think about that, dude. That's a dynasty. Who votes to on go that? five in a row? That's some LeBron hitting the finals kind of like streak. That's crazy. Who decided this? Yeah, who it? votes? Who votes into this? Let's, I just want to see like this lineup of characters. Let's not split yeah, how hairs. Do you, how do you get into the academy? Yeah. Let's not <laughs> s- split extensions here, or whatever you would say. But. Does she have to send individual Polaroids to every single? How do you uh, bribe voter? in that industry? You don't. You let your moves speak for themselves. <laughs> uh, and my dad. There's you a know, buzz. My There's dad, a buzz about her. <laughs> there was. And she had uh, protection, Hell's Angels, because she was the five time champ. So she had some protection. Uh, yeah, guys that would help her out in the club when things got a little dicey. And uh, my dad would always be waiting in the parking lot, too, in a muscle car or something a Trans Am, a Corvette, a Cuda, a Chevelle. W- were they together while she was yeah, on her run? Yeah, my dad actually. Uh, really was behind it all my mom was just an accountant and <laughs> that's uh, like what? your dad got her naked one time he was like other people gotta see this <laughs> <laughs> he had the same rack got, story as I you gotta show, yeah, yeah. i gotta show some friends <laughs> yeah no is she a good accountant <laughs> she was she's actually very bright man she was top of her not class. award-winning but no <laughs> You know, what's funny, funny. man, she worked in her, she worked in this building, and on the floor above her, her mom worked, you know, this is how she got the job. Okay, yeah. Right? So, uh, during which, my dad had a friend named Don, who was a male stripper, and he was making such good money, (laughs) and he's like, man, I can't believe how much money this guy's making, and he said to my mom, he's like, you know, you're hot, like, why don't you dance? You'd make, like, you'd make buying car parts go a lot quicker. (laughs) And she's like, I'm an accountant. I'm not a dancer. Well, sure enough, a little coaxing. She went and bought some outfits. I guess she did a few uh, trial runs at home. And uh, she picked her songs. Frankie goes to Hollywood. Relax. Uh, How do you Venus. know the songs? Because me and my mom talk. Okay. Like, we're very open about it. <laughs> and uh, so she would be choreographed back in the days when it was... It was, was an art. There was presentation. Yes. It wasn't just walking back and forth between the poles, right? Yeah. You were moving your hips to the one twos, to the three fours. <laughs> so, uh, in no time, uh, the rest is history. She did great. And then uh, one time, I guess, she did uh, an event, a private one, and she had no idea who she was performing for. And she came out on stage, and it was all the guys from the accounting office including the ones that worked upstairs with her mom. And she's like, okay, you assholes need to keep this quiet. Like, we can have, we can have fun tonight. Let's do our show. But If don't... you guys want extras, you're going to have to shut up. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm sure your mom never no extras. did extras. No, no extras. extras. There's times she was offered, like, five grand and stuff like that. She has stories. But, uh... but don't worry, son. I never prostituted myself. Uh, she... It was before, like, there was a hashtag for some of this stuff, too. <laughs> There's a story she has. She was in a fire hall doing a show for the firemen in the 80s. And back in the 80s, it really was, like, cops hated f- firefighters. Firefighters hated cops. And she's doing this show in the fire hall. She's getting changed in the bathroom. Some guy comes in, starts putting the moves on her, pressing up against her. Now, she's one-on-one, so she's smart. She's like, hmm, I don't really, I can't physically get out of this. I got to I gotta be wise. So she's like, hey, you're a good-looking guy. Like, you don't need to force yourself. Like, we can do this. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> and that gave her the separation she needed 
to take her fucking French tip finger, slide it down her leg, unhook the stiletto, and when he's not looking, bang, hit him right between the eyes. So he starts bleeding down his head. And she walks out into the fire hall, and she literally grabs the phone that's on the wall that is a direct line to the police. (laughs) And she holds out her hand. She goes, $1,000 better appear in my hand right now, or Bill's going to jail for rape. (laughs) And that $1,000 appeared instantly. And she was on to the next gig. There was no going home. Like, oh, what a a harrowing experience, you know? It was on to the next. And and hurry up. I got another gig in 20 minutes across town. Five time. Five time champ. (laughs) Booker T. Any questions? Oh, that is so great. Um, Well, let's uh, let's backtrack and find out how this all began. um, This is obviously before you were born then. Yeah. So... What's your What's your dad's background? That he's uh, I've I've seen a picture and it's um, mm-hmm. it's hilarious because mm-hmm. um, the picture I saw uh, it looks like it's taken in 1982. Yes, but your you look like you're eight in the picture, which yes. would make it 2000. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but your dad's still got really short shorts on. Yes, um, a muscle car, big mullet, feathered hair, fe- mullet. Yeah, and um, just he's a jacked man. Even the shade of yellow he's wearing <laughs> is not a yellow that exists anymore. It's a 1987 <laughs> yellow. But he, how, how is he still rocking this style? Like, because uh, you get to a point in life where you're like, this is what I look like forever now. Like, I'm not changing my hairstyle. I'm not changing the way I wear jeans. I don't give a fuck how tight or loose they're getting. He doesn't wear the short shorts anymore, thank God. Uh, but yeah, the hair is the same, just a little shorter. So big hair. Shoulders are probably even bigger now. I think he has 62 and a half inch shoulders. Now, to put that, I, I know people don't really walk around thinking about their shoulder measurement. <laughs> but a measuring tape, like a loose measuring tape, is 60 inches long. So that means you need two measuring tapes to Together. measure my father's <laughs> circumference. My whole uh, house is littered with measuring tapes. There's like four or five of them in different rooms. There's even a part... constantly measuring himself? There's a part on the wall. Like, you probably grew up monitoring your height throughout the years. (laughs) Behind the coat rack, in pencil, is my dad's width throughout the years. (laughs) Starting at like 21 and a half, and it goes up to 23 and a half. It'd be funny if it was like an an outline that just keeps getting bigger each year. Yeah, tracing it. Honey, trace me again. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's just lines, and and my dad would have to sit there still, and then I'd have to come in with the and mark it on each side. Yeah, uh, dedicated. That's a, that's a lovely moment between uh, father and son, eh? We had a lot of those. Moments. So why was he, was he just a bodybuilder? What's what's his uh, what's his background? Um, so I guess his background is uh, he was a safe cracker in the eighties, and I don't mean like employed as a locksmith i mean he was a criminal he was a thief nice (laughs) and uh then he was a security guard for a while now he sells an online he was a thief on the inside yes (laughs) yes now he sells an online lottery system works from home and has always just uh put most of his time into his body yeah (laughs) what kind of car is he driving these days now he's got a 2015 Mustang GT that's just like dialed to his specific. He's got everything, you know. He puts traction bars and he'll uh, he'll remove like the rear seats to save 40 pounds. And he lifted his hood a quarter inch so more air could come in and cool the engine. Like he's he's next level. 
Um, and uh, do you, you still got a good uh, relationship with him at this point? Yeah, I see him all the time. Okay, yeah. good, good. Yeah, very open family. I'm an only <clears throat> child. and I take it yeah. him and mom aren't still together? Or? What do you mean you take it? Well, I don't know, man. If I'm putting my wife on a stage to get naked, she's it's probably not going to end well. It, they're together to this day. Bullshit. What do you... Really? This, this, all, my whole <laughs> life, people assume my parents are broken up. Why can't that be a healthy story? I don't, it's a weird. It's a weird story. It's not a weird story. It's it just, works. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Are they, they still happy? Yes. Your mom's still holding it down? Or yes. What? Yeah? Is How your mom an accountant? No. <laughs> She's the GM of her uh, company, uh, Finishing Material Supplier. They do like doors and baseboards for condos and homes that are put up. It's a boring job, but uh, mm-hmm. it's a good one. Yeah, she did well. Did she miss the old stripper days? I don't know if she misses it. <laughs> yeah, probably. A probably. Little bit. Yeah. What? How old is your mom now? Uh, 54. 54, and you're... 27. 27. So how old would she have been? Let me do the math She's here. 26 when she had me. 26, okay. Yeah. So her stripper days were... Her, her best days were behind her. You blew her out, and then it was... Uh... I blew her out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, I um... <laughs> you, you told a story. I, I have a... I have a joke where one of the lines in it is based on a story you told the other day about uh, heating up coins and throwing them at oh, strippers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have a joke about uh, burning hookers. Like, uh, after I quit smoking, I didn't know how to what to burn hookers with. So oh. I started heating up quarters and throwing them at her, but that's... that's quarters? From, yeah, because that's... Oh, quite the classy. That's from stories of people doing this at strip clubs out in... Um, no one throws quarters. No? <laughs> the well, line is drawn at Looney. <laughs> you are quite the cheap asshole if you are throwing silver change. Uh, it was a Moss Park hooker. and Moth Park? Moss Park. Moss you, Park. Buddy, while you're in town, you need to uh, you need to run your dick into something real questionable. Head down to Moss Park, pal. Moss Park. Yeah, bring a fiver. No That's d- all you're going to need. <laughs> a fiver. <laughs> Do I got to break it down into quarters? <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> The quarters are a tip. Jeez. Yeah, that's a brutal thing to do, to try to burn a dancer, man. Um, And uh, then your mom made the guy swallow the hot loony. Yeah, with the help of the Hells Angels. Yeah. Like, actually, like, swallow or just yeah. put it in his mouth? No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you swallow it. You don't get released until you... Jesus yeah, Christ. In the belly, pal. <laughs> and when you fly home, you're going to be knocking the... Uh, the sensors let's, off. Let's the recap airport. this story just for the listeners at home. Uh, long story short, she in 1985 got hit with one of the first hot loonies in the business, <laughs> and she stopped the music. She pointed at the guy, 2HA, grab him. She picks up the very same loony that was thrown at her. She begins to heat it up herself, and while they hold him down, she makes the guy swallow the loony. Again, <laughs> no hashtags. You got to just deal with it. Okay? And where was your dad at this point? Waiting in the car? Maybe at home. I don't know. I can't put a location, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How does the Hells Angels connection come into this? Just, I don't know, the way that Jason Rouse did good in comedy and began to form, you know, uh, relationships with people like that that kind of have your back. Kind of same thing, the, right? The, 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 the uh, Hells Angels were uh, watching the stripper circuit. And we're like, this is the one. Well, that's where they do most <laughs> of their work, yes, man. Yes, that's yes, like their yes. home base, mm-hmm. so... And, uh, How and do you now heat up a loony with a lighter. Yeah, but like in your fingers, you light up one side, and once yeah, it starts yeah. getting too hot for your fingers, which, which is, is why she could really do it well because she had nails, so she could do it from a distance, <laughs> like barbecue tongs. <laughs> barbecue tongs. Yeah, man. 
Uh, what a world, eh? Yeah, they have great stories from back in the day. And uh, so, um, your dad, I, I thought the Hells Angels connection would have come from the safe cracking, but no, I don't know. I don't know the criminal underworld. Yeah, neither do I, man. I really don't know much about... Uh, but by the time you were born, everyone was on the up and up doing uh, regular jobs then? Yeah, it kind of sucked because uh, they had great uh, They, they money. just had stories. They right? had a lot of money, they had great cars, and they were living the fast life. And then uh, I came along and my dad had to, you know get a normal job that's when the security guard thing came in and my mom had to stop stripping so yeah. everything just kind of <laughs> took a halt for me and what the hell have i done you know are they proud of what you're doing i guess yeah i guess i take was there any religion in the house growing up no no zero um was it even talked about no 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 that's uh so i because i don't know when people are ra- raised without any religion like how do you find out about Jesus, like, are you like, who the fuck's this guy everyone's talking about? Because I was just, this was put down my throat my entire life, you know? How did I hear about Well, no, I'm just like, how do you come to know what religion is? Yeah, man, I guess uh, not from my parents. I don't know, man, I'm sure they they taught me about it. Oh, yeah, okay. Because my brother uh, has never mentioned a single thing to his daughter. No. He's like, I've never, she's heard me say Jesus when I'm mad. Like, that's... That's all she knows it as a swear word, you know? Right. In um, vain. Yeah, but he, he like, it's, there's no, the, the kid has no knowledge of any of, any of the lies. Right. I was actually recently approached by a priest after doing a show, and he told me, he goes, uh, can I tell you something? He goes, you don't have to be crude. <laughs> uh, Bill Cosby. He goes, Bill Cosby before... Bill did what Bill did. <laughs> Bill was always doing what Bill does, though. He told Eddie Murphy that you don't need to swear. Apparently, this is some famous story in stand-up folklore. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. And he goes, and you can be the same way. And I go, okay, well, which jokes crossed the line? And he goes, well, you didn't have to call Andrew Shear's wife a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie goes, and then you lo- used the Lord's name in vain once. I said, Jesus Christ. And uh, this was actually at, I don't know if you saw what the, I roasted that politician. Oh, yeah, I watched that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maxime Bernier, when he was running for prime minister, and he hired me to just MC. How'd that guy do, anyway? How'd he do? Yeah. Well, not, he lost his seat in Quebec. Not a single seat. Sorry, Max. <laughs> Sorry, Max. Yeah, he, they weren't a fan of, uh, they just hired me to be an MC. They blindly hired me. And I took it as an opportunity to roast him to his face in front of 200 of his supporters. Global News was there. The camera was up. I even told the camera woman before I went on, I went, hey, just so you know, uh, I'm going to say some things that are a little off color tonight. You might want to keep it rolling. You, know? you said that. I said that. like Kind of like uh, Clark Kent going up to Lois Lane. And he's like, hey, just keep an eye on that phone booth. I'm about to come out with a cape and some shit's going to go down. You know, I gave her the heads up. Of course, that's your analogy. Yes. Superman. <laughs> it's the best one. <laughs> the roast wasn't that good. <laughs> no, it was actually very funny. It was. Uh, it was. Yeah, man. And then I released that footage and they got quite upset about that. But whatever. Too late. And Superman. You, you, dun, 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 dun. you probably cost them the election. I took his seat away. <laughs> Sorry, Max. That's so good. Well, what's hilarious is that the next guy calls me the leader of the Libertarian Party of Canada, Tim Mowen, while I'm in a hotel room in Fort McMurray. He just calls my cell phone. Hello? He goes, hey, this is the leader of a political party of Canada. Uh, I saw your work with Max. Uh, I'd like to do something with you as well. So then I had him on my stage in Calgary at the roast battle, and we, we roasted each other. 
And how did he do? He did great. Yeah? This guy is like uh, a man's man. He has no chance at ever winning <laughs> anything in his life. He has 0.24% of the popular vote in Canada. The Libertarian Party of Canada has been around since 1975, and this is the best it's ever done in its history at 0.24%. They've never had a seat? Uh, no, never had a seat. Never, never had a chance. 0.24%. You could fuck. You could blow higher than that on a fucking breathalyzer. <laughs> Not now. I'm on day four of sobriety here, pal. This is day four. Day four of fifty. So how are you feeling? Um, feeling all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. It seems to get easier every year, not harder, which is good. But I think um, I've I've settled down in my life on the drinking. Like it's not. Um, there's no more really drinking to get drunk. Like sometimes I'll get drunk, but it's not like. On purpose, it's just I was at the bar too long. Okay. But it's okay. it's it's more of a social thing now, so like I can go and have two beers and then fuck off, or I can stick around and have six beers and be drunk. But it's not like I'm going there, I'm getting fucked up tonight, you know? There's no more of that. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I'm not, I don't know, I'm, I, I think it's good to take some time off every now and again. As a comedian. As you get a joint ready, I like that, because I, I, I can't stop that. In like one of those companies that does the prepackaged food meals, where that's what this is from. That's just from a girl's drawer, I just wanted something <laughs> so it didn't stink. Yeah. Um, need yourself a doob tube. As a comic, yes. man, when it comes to drinking, like you just said, like drinking in excess to try to get wasted. Mm-hmm. Has that ever led to uh, great material stories for material, or is it just for your life? It's, um, I don't know, man. I think uh, I, I can get more material if I go out just in the city that's not a comedy night than, like, go out to a show, have some drinks. If I, like, I can get a lot of jokes if I just go out and observe life in the city one night, you know? Yes. And, um, but, I don't know, I don't think the drinking... I guess the drinking gets you out there. Because it seems most comics, the first time they do mushrooms, they got a new five on mushrooms. <laughs> I've done um, I've done mushrooms a lot in my life, and I have one line about mushrooms in my comedy, and I say... That's a shame. I say, my mushrooms are kicking in. That's it. Okay. But there's no... I don't talk about it. I, yeah. that's, that shit's for me. That's like, I don't... I don't know. I, I couldn't even put onto paper what the fuck I experience when I'm on mushrooms because it's just so fun and yeah, you know. I'm just like, and I wouldn't want to sit there and oh, I'm gonna write this down, and I, I don't know. It's not in my fucking mind the next day, you know. Hmm. But yeah, I've only done them twice. I went on a hike with another comic, Chris Labelle. Oh yeah, nice. I like Labelle. And uh, and then one time I took him with that ex girlfriend, and uh, they got in me quick. Within 40 minutes, I'm laughing, having the best time of my life, putting tape over my belly button, thinking things are falling out. Like, this stupid shit, you know? But having a good time. And then hers weren't kicking in. And she's like, ah, this sucks. And she's like, ah, well, let's smoke that joint then. Whatever. So now she double doses, and it all kicks in. And at the time, I'm like, well, let's go for a walk. I live across the street from a cemetery in Calgary, and we walk through a cemetery at, at night, and everything kicks in for her. And she's bawling she's crying on the ground in the middle of a cemetery Jesus. next to someone's grave and i'm <laughs> laughing i'm having the best time of my life <laughs> yeah hot date hey there you go i think you just knocked the heater oh, right out no, of there buddy. no 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 i tapped it too many times tap 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 aroo what are you uh, gonna do i wasn't even I, looking i have never in my life over. had a bad mushroom trip 
No. And it's like, I don't know, I do it like maybe twice a year now, but it's it's always fun. But you got to put yourself in a good situation. I've been microdosing and going to concerts. Like if, but if I go over, like if I get too close to a gram, it gets a little weird. Yeah. Because there's so many people. I think I need a gram to feel anything. No, but if you do, I, I found 0.7 of a gram is a perfect little, it gives you a nice little float if you're at a concert. Okay. And you can just kind of like just feel the music a bit. Nice. Um, but it's not fucking, you're not tripping out or anything. Uh, How did you, did you chew it up or did you put it in tea? I chew it up. I eat it. Okay. I just, whatever. I like the tea. Yeah? Yeah, steep in it. Ah, there you go. Yeah, there put it in go. a tea bag and uh, and boil it. and You know, tea. Yeah, I've, 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 I've had tea. <laughs> I've had the tea. I just, uh, no, I just always eat it. It's easier. Just pop it. Don't think about it. The yeah, whole production. It's, and you got to just get through it. You're like, yeah. oh, God. I don't like much production. You're right. The hardest, everyone always wants to eat some and then eat more later. And I'm like, let's just eat a bunch now because I have a problem eating while I'm stoned. Like, if I'm high on mushrooms, I can't fucking eat. Like, I can't even think about food. Okay. So then people are like, let's eat a gram in two hours. I'm like, I, I don't want to put anything in my mouth in two hours. Interesting. Like, let's just eat four grams right now instead of two and two. I'm like that before shows still, you know? I still, my stomach shuts off an hour and a half before a show. Yeah? It the- should. You're, it's that kind of rock star mentality that you're, or like you're going on a flight when your body's like, no shitting. For 24 hours. Like, your body knows you need to be in this, like, physical and mental state that's, like, yeah, in synchronicity. Yeah. Uh, survival. Uh, Brian Callen, I remember. I'm not sure if uh, I heard this in person on one of his podcasts, but I remember him saying that feeling when you're first starting, when I was first starting comedy, those nerves, right? Your butterflies in the stomach and your hands are cold and dry mouth. That these are all just uh, physiological reactions to your body preparing itself for a fight. If you were up <laughs> against a bear, the blood would be going to the vital organs and stuff. Your hands would be cold. Your mouth would be dry. You would have that anxiety because you need it to survive. Mm-hmm. So instead of freaking out about it, go, oh, hey, thanks, body. I needed this. You're right. We are about to go do battle. Let's go kick some ass. Do you smoke weed before a show? No. I, um, it depends what show I'm doing. Um, and what my role is on the show, like I, uh, if I, if I'm closing or headlining, I don't want to be too stoned. Yeah. Um, but if it's just, all depends what show it is. It just fucking, that heater just fell out again. The idea is to remember your jokes and this is not a drug that's good for memory. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know, I know. Uh, but I've been, because I've been hosting Dope and Mike every Wednesday at the Underground Comedy Club. Oh, my God, yeah. um, So long that you just kind of get easier at smoking weed. I've done your show. I've done that show once or twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a struggle, I remember. I don't remember much about it. I remember trying to, because I'm like a higher energy guy. Yeah. So I try to like hop into bits by asking the crowd, like, who here's from the, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. no... At a weed show, asking the crowd, like, who here, what? clap what? if you... There's no clapping. There's no energy whatsoever. So I remember just coming in on a different vibe than everyone else, and then I got racial. I talked to this... I don't know. It was the week, I think, Black Panther came out, so we were all trying new... I, I enjoyed it. I always enjoy you. Um, I remember uh, Adrian Fish saw me um, uh, before a show. She was riding her bike, and I was walking towards the show, Yeah. and I just, like... I just she stopped to talk and I was like smoking a joint on my walk to the show, and I, I offered her some. She's like, "What?" And it was oh, it was a showcase too. But I was just I was closing the showcase, so okay. I wasn't showcasing. Right. So I'm like, I can get high for this, whatever. 
Um, so she's like, you smoke before a show? And I just looked at her confused. And I was just like, I smoke before everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how I operate now. Do you, do you get... um? Do I get high anymore? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> My friend just... needs to smoke every day or else he'll get a little ornery. He'll get a bit on edge. I've... um. Uh, I've had Kira tell me to go smoke a joint. Interesting. She's like, you should probably just go have a joint. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. Hmm. Just getting a little loud. Hmm. So. That's not so bad. That's a nice way of saying it. Well, that's pretty much why I started. Like, I smoked weed in high school and college and stuff, but it wasn't like I was never a big pothead. Yeah. And then uh, when I went through my first divorce, <laughs> um, I was I was young and fucking angry and uh i uh i just used it to just mellow myself out and it was like oh that's a nice feeling not uh not mad interesting yeah yes yes so i um i just use it as a whatever man it's just life's boring get high and you Alex? I found weed in high school. I've never really drank. <laughs> I found weed. Well, like, what do you mean? Like, you people just... are taking, like, Ritalin, and, like, it's becoming a popular thing, and my friends were like, uh, you know, I'd rather smoke a joint to settle my brain than take pharmaceuticals, and that kind of registered with me, and I never drank, and I kind of, like, at parties were like, okay, what do, you, what do you do other than socialize, which is, like, obviously, you can do that, not to say that I was straight edge or anything, but weed found me socially, and then I just like the feeling of it, and it actually does make me focus, but I don't stand on a stage and talk yeah. to people. Yeah. But, I mean, it's medicinal if you can use it. If you're addicted to it, like you're addicted to sugar or cocaine, like you're, it's going to fuck your life up, hmm. just like drinking. But I, I personally don't drink, just because I don't like it. Yeah, me neither. So I'm the same as you. You're not I, a drinker? I only, no, man. I just, uh, when I got six drinks in. They throw you out of Calgary, eh? Yeah, dude. You know, I don't a know. drinker. <laughs> I just, Weed's in Calgary. I got sweaty. I would lose weight, first of all, as a skinny guy who can't afford to be losing any weight. <laughs> I could lose seven pounds in a night if I got drunk, all water weight. Does your dad think you're a pussy? Absolutely. <laughs> I want a compilation of, first of all, how you started this cast. You get around, <laughs> then we're going to go to the part where you talk about my mother. Oh, yeah, you blew her out. <laughs> Sound bites, man. And then that latest one right there. If we can get some timestamps on that, that's a hot promo. Coming from a radio guy, that's a hot promo. <laughs> yeah, he asked if your dad thought you were a pussy. Okay, so it's funny because the weed thing, this is something he's really against. So okay. he calls that weak. <laughs> All right? If you need drugs, to get through your day, is that is life so tough for you? Oh, you need a little drink because you can't take life? You're weak. He doesn't drink either? Doesn't drink, doesn't smoke. So doesn't it's just all anything. body, eh? He's addicted to the gym. Protein powder and yeah. uh, just... Fucking... He doesn't go to the gym. He built his own in the basement. Well, that's but... what I, yeah, that's where the problem starts, the meth clinic in the basement. It, the addiction is like, yeah, so he thinks anything where you're trying to dull or hurt the body or anything like that is weak. Never do that. It's never worth the trade-off. Whereas I have grown up, even under his indoctrination, under his you know teachings, I have found that life is kind of about picking your poison. And I'm lucky enough that I have, like, just this one right now I'm picking. And I feel like it's a good trade-off. Uh -huh. But he he still says no to that. That's no good. It's a, yeah. Is your mom tiny? Is that is it? Uh, yeah, five, one and a half. I guess oh. she's uh, 
she's she's winning awards as a stripper. She was five, you know, four in her prime or whatever. She's shrunk. <laughs> five three, five three in her prime, I think. Um, do people ha- shrink oh, that much? Am I just talking shit? Right how now? many how many pictures um, are there of your your mom on your dad's like shoulder like? Like he's got her on one arm while he flexes okay. the other. Right. There's got to be some of those. So I'm gonna ruin. There's got to no, no, be no, no, some no. like your dad holding your mom At flexing least one. pictures. At least one. <laughs> At least one for sure. Or were they both flexing or something? There's not one. <laughs> and it disappoints me to tell you that. Like I wish I could for the sake of the podcast, for the sake of everything, to have a cool story. But there's not one. Like my dad, obviously we get him to flex his arm during photos, but it, there's <laughs> there's never one where it's like a duo pose of them doing something goofy. It's no. always just them squinting. They're really bad at taking camera. They just, <laughs> if they're, they're not just, flexing, it's, yeah, it's hard. They squint. Uh, Your dad never has like McDonald's. Like he's never had a burger fry. Like does he? Is he that clean? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, no, 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 no. See, this is he eats a ton of yeah, shit. Does though, he right? sugar? Does First he, of like, all, chocolate? you saw the photo. He's he's not all cut up. Okay, yeah, he's which bulky. means he doesn't take steroids, and he never has it because that's weak. <laughs> it's a drug. Okay. Oh, you need to chew. You need to cheat. So, uh, in order to gain sixty-two inch shoulders, uh, gotta get fat. Yeah, that's the problem. You need calories. And in a day, an age where uh, weight gainer wasn't even invented yet, mm-hmm. that high carbohydrate protein mix that yeah. you can just shake in your fucking <laughs> little Starbucks jug at He's work. Just right? eating loaves of bread. Yeah, yeah, man. And my dad had to get pure. Uh, I believe it's called horse collagen. So they grind up the feet and the hooves and all that shit, all the excess parts of a horse. And you take that, and then you also put pure grains in it. So you blend pure grains for your carbohydrates, and then you're getting your fat and your disgusting methods that and actual. You take this. How do you? How does he inject you this? You blend it. You yeah. blend it in a drink. This is oh, what drink. bodybuilders did back in the day before okay. this weight gainer stuff. And then so that kind of increased when I was born. The technology went up, so he didn't have to blend grain and horse together. He could now move on to weight gainer, protein powder, and he would drink pure oil because one tablespoon of olive oil is 110 calories. So he'd put a half a cup with some orange juice to make it more palatable so he could drink. He would, he would down that, man. Oh, my God. So, yeah, next level shit. Dude, the bathtub would have to be full of scalding hot water during my dad's workout so he could soak his arms to open up the capillaries. And then he'd have to walk down the hallway dripping wet, like, back to the weights. So, like, your socks were getting wet every two days at home because dad and mom's coming home from work. Like, I had a long day at work at this honest job that I now have to work because Brett blew me out. And I'd like to take a bath because I'm a woman and a mother and I deserve it. And I'm the main provider. And I work this job so that you don't have to, Brent, my father, so you can do this shit. You're a junior? I'm, I'm Brett. He's, he's Brent. Brent. Oh, yeah. that's tough. Why would you do that to your Brent kid? Brent um, Please tell me that's confusing in the household. No, there's only three of us. <laughs> it's not that confusing. Everyone's got nicknames. One is point. like has bird bones and one doesn't you know like we know which one's brett the one brent's disappointed with to answer your question you think uh is uh your dad does is he into technology will he be hearing this 
Uh, he, Can he go on he YouTube and my watch podcast your stuff? on YouTube? Yeah. But if this is not on YouTube, he will not find it. No, he's okay. a YouTube guy only. Why don't we plug your podcast, eh? Just because yeah, you mentioned it. Uh, two mirrors, it's called. We're just two meerkats, Meerkats. you know, with our heads above the tall grass, looking at things <laughs> other people don't. You know, little observations. So it's kind of our theme. And uh, yeah, it's with Todd Ness, which is it's uh, all video. It's not all video. It's you on. You can get it on audio. Yeah, it's audio, but we also have the video up on uh, on YouTube. Yeah. One, one camera shoot, two cameras. How many you got? Uh, one camera. One camera. You know, four K. Static shot. Got it. Got it. Or whatever. I don't know. I'm talking <laughs> shit. It might just be 1080p. But uh, we have the same chairs as Fighter and the Kid, apparently. All right. So that's something. I don't even know what that is. I don't the Fighter even and the Kid. Podcast? I don't even listen to this podcast. Good. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, we've got many podcasts here on Never Sleeps Network. I'm sorry I haven't mentioned that enough on the show. Alex likes me to throw Never Sleeps Network out here. It's like TSN, but NSN. That's right. right. Ah, so that was the, yeah, there you go. Um, What do you think of the view here from the Never Sleeps Network? Not bad, eh? Yeah, that's all right. It's It's a pretty city. I don't know, I'm not a bit big at the views. No, well, your city view sucks. Your your tower is shorter than all your buildings. Well, we got the mountains, is what everyone talks about. Oh, those are in the distance. Those are you got to squint. Exactly. That's why your parents are squinting. They're looking at the, <laughs> They're mountains. Like, the mountains over there. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you grow up? Uh, in the city proper or? City proper, yeah, uh, yeah, right down Beltline. I was uh, my next door neighbor was the Beltline rapist. Oh yeah. shit! I actually was kind of partially responsible for putting him in jail uh, as really? a twelve-year-old. Yeah, What's he, uh, he tried to uh, try to get you. Let's see. Let's do the long story short on this one. No, no, no. Let's let's talk about this. <laughs> no, I like a long story short. <laughs> All right, millennials' attention spans are getting shorter and shorter. I got to give them the long story short. It could be funnier. I don't know. I'm 12. I walk to school every day. I go to my friend's place at 8, 10 in the morning. I go in his back door. We walk to school. The back door is always open. <laughs> a man, the Beltline rapist, who when captured, the police said, this guy was following you. He was watching your movements. Oh. And when he saw that this back door was open, he got sidetracked. He robbed my friend $30,000 worth of stuff. But they caught him for the burglary. So when they traced him back, they're like, oh, we have more than a burglar here. Like, we got our guy. And that's how he went down. And then he got deported. Because Jeez. this cute little tush lured him out. Really? Come get a taste. Come get a taste. Man, oh, man. I, you must be flattered. I am. I was I was an altar boy. Not even, uh, not even a hint of anything. What? And the guy I was uh, an altar boy under, currently in prison. Ugh. Didn't even give me a second fucking look. That's Bullshit. a shame, dude. Bullshit. It was a shame, a shame that I had to be an altar boy, too, but hey. It's nice to get, uh, you know, sexually assaulted as a man every <laughs> once in a while, right? It, you know, it just it makes you feel loved. Have there been times in your life where women have crossed the line? Oh, yeah, for sure. Let's talk about them. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I've, had, uh, um, <laughs> I've had comedy waitresses just dick yes. grab you. Yes. You're like, hey, yes. what's up? Calm down. Um, but you can't just box grab them, can you? Or is that an invitation? I don't know. I didn't take it, but maybe, uh, maybe next time, maybe next time it'll be a reactionary thing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You can't, <laughs> you can't, you definitely can't, but that's not too bad. Have you know? ever felt violated as a man? Uh, one time when I was 15, I was a bag boy at co-op and service clerk 
And I did the, that too. Yeah, man. I worked my way to the meat department, as we talked about. You earlier. got to the meat department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I never made it past. <laughs> and I'm 15, and I'm at the end of the till, and there's this East Indian woman named Sal. And Sal was 51 years old, but she hairsprayed her hair out to make it look like. You know, she was in an 80s rock band. <laughs> she had so much perfume. Like, she was trying to be hot at 51. She was really trying hot. Fake nails and everything. And then uh, there would be times where she'd be, like, scanning soup cans through. The customer standing right in front of her. And she's like, yeah, I was with one guy one time. And she'd show me the soup can. She'd be like, he's about that thick. <laughs> and she sat it down. And the customer is like, ah, what the f-? You know, like, yeah. so uncomfortable what they just heard. And uh, so after work one time, she's like, hey, baby, can you come uh, help me put some stuff in my car in the garage? I'm like, okay. And I'm carrying this tray for her. And then I put it in the garage. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll see you tomorrow. And she's like, so you're going to let me suck that little dick or what? (laughs) (laughs) That little dick, she said. You're going to let me suck that little dick? You're like, it's a fine size. Man, yeah, I turtled. I definitely, I should have went for it, but you know, at fifteen, I just wasn't ready. You know, you got a nice hammer on you, or what? Ah, uh, handsome hammer. Handsome, I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, straight. Yeah. It's not nothing. No surprises. Nothing I jumping out. I think like at you. most guys, I grew up thinking, ah, oh, man, maybe I am lacking a bit of size. I don't think I am. I think that's just you. Just kind of. But you got the skinny feet. That's why I asked. Right, you know? man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely don't have a chode, but, uh, <laughs> as it's called. But yeah, what I uh, maybe lack in uh, gargantuan size, I make up for in etiquette and posture. Oh, it's just a, a clean, presentable, mm-hmm. uh, symmetric. Like, a, like a, your back up straight sort yes. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yes. I get it. Chin up. Yeah. I a it. really good attitude about good, it. Good, good, good. So, well, send me a picture sometime, well, eh? I won't, but... Uh, uh, whatever. You got a, You got iPhone? We can airdrop it. I, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. When girls ask me to send those photos, it's just like, how do you dance away from that conversation? Have you? Do you have an excuse when a girl asks for a dick pic? What do you say? He's getting married. He yeah, I'm like, how many dick pics are you getting? Yeah. Or sending, I get rather. a lot. No, no, I'm not sending any, but I'm getting requests. Yeah, that's what I meant. How many requests do you think men usually? I, I honestly, that's a millennial question. As much as I'm a millennial, you're on the younger part. You of gotta the have a few shots of your dick out there, eh? Ah, yeah. uh, there's a couple. Yeah, 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 I think I missed that dick pic. Yeah, era. I was. Um, yeah, I remember like the first time a girl started sending me pictures. I was like, this is fun, but. I tried to take a picture to send back, and I was like, oh, exactly. that's not fun. Exactly. That's not fun at all. They've cornered the market. Yeah. We know how to do it. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. You don't want to see this. No, This no, is no. bad. <laughs> the mystery of me is more sexy than the truth. 100%. Of me. And the word sexy is hilarious when you try to attach it to a man. <laughs> a guy who's actually being serious about being sexy is yeah. what the fuck. I, I, I just send back uh, uh, pictures of me in loose clothing. You're like you yes. never know what's under here. That's right. <laughs> Is check out me in this oversized hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. And you know, I don't know. I took one time. I remember my first one. I was trying to like. I stood over my bed and I put objects on the bed in the distance to try to dwarf the size. You know, like small <laughs> objects. Like uh, this mini. Break out the micro machines. Yeah, man. This <laughs> Look mini... at it beside this dinky car. Yeah, man. Dinky <laughs> car, like your nephew's hand, like little small things <laughs> you just put on. 
Um, no, I had, I, yeah, mini Xbox controller, like a keychain I had, and I tried to pass it off as like a real size Xbox controller in the background of my dick pic. I had an ex with, uh, she had tiny little hands, and you felt big in those little hands. You felt like a real man. Nice. Just she couldn't for, even touch thumb to finger, is um, what you're saying? Yeah, 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 she struggled, you know? That's the dream. <laughs> you only see, I only see that in porn. <laughs> You like watch a, a lot of porn. There's like a three inch gap. Are you a porn guy? I'm not, I'm not a porn guy. I think I miss that too. Like I, I was yeah. the generation of like, if I needed porn, I would have had to buy it on DVD. And I'm like, I'm not buying this shit on DVD. And then it was like, I never, I was just done by the time uh, the streaming came out. I'm like, I'm just not interested. Good got, for you. I got a hot wife. If I need to, uh, I heard she's got a great rack. Great <laughs> rack. I can close my eyes and jerk off thinking about that rack any point in my life. Oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's nice. Damn. You know um, what? You should come over after the podcast. I'll show you her tits. Have she's I heard? Pop- them? She's taking a nap. We'll just. Uh... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, I like porn bloopers. Those are fun. To answer your question, I've actually watched some porn <laughs> bloopers in my time, and they're they're fun. Oh, they, it's mostly just pussy farts, though. That's like ninety oh, percent of porn bloopers uh, is pussy farts. What do you? That's not a blooper. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fucking. That's the climax. That's incredible. You dude, uh, the bang bus, dude. One time the bus crashed. <laughs> Mid blowjob. Oh, Mid blowjob. Bang. I was always afraid bender. if I was getting roadhead of. The fucking, the possibility of an accident and just losing your dick. Losing your dick. Like you're getting a blowjob while you're driving and you hit something and you fucking go. Oh, that's, that's, that's. There's a movie with like Robin Williams, like when the world according to Garp, where that happens. Oh, God. Uh, Making a left-hand turn is tough. I've been in that. Scenario, and that's the tough one is when you're waiting for and getting a blowjob and trying yeah, to make yeah. a left. I remember that one it was a little weird. Yeah, I was drove a uh, standard too, so uh, roadheads oh, always shit. roadheads was always a difficult thing. You'd have to like get out on the highway, get it into fifth, and be like, okay, now we're ready. <laughs> no city driving. No, no, no city blowjobs. <laughs> Those are the best. Yeah, yeah, city I, roadhead way better than road road. I'm, I'm I'm going to fucking get my zip car, right? Get, get a nice automatic. Drive the wife around. Is that zip car here? What is that like? Rent like the? We have car to go in Calgary. We had car to go, but it was it's car to go's the same price as taking an Uber. Oh, which why wouldn't you just take an Uber? Because you can just like you. Oh, I can drive over there and then I leave the car wherever. I'm like, yeah, but you don't even have to go get the car. The Uber comes to so you. So how much is a zip? Cost. Zip's like, um, I don't know, it's like you rent it by the hour. Like, it's like you have a membership that's like 50 bucks a year, I think, and then it's like 15 bucks an hour when you need a car. And what kind of cars are they? They're just regular cars. Don't like, no, you no, can no pick, that, that doesn't mean anything. You like, have to uh, give me like a four doors, <laughs> regular some cars. hatchbacks. Like, so they're all different kinds of vehicles. They yeah, don't just yeah, have yeah. one basic no, fleet. No, no, it's a, it's a bunch of different kinds of vehicles. You can you can get a pickup truck if you need it. That's Are they truck. wrapped in like that says zip on them? It just has a sticker on it, zip car, and it's got this thing in the um, in the front windshield that connects to your like it's like you wave your phone over it. Okay. After you do your thing, and then the doors unlock, and then you drive it away. Interesting. And um, but you have to bring it back to that spot. So where car to go is, you can take your car and just leave it wherever. But zip car, you have to return. 
Okay. So it's just like if, in your neighborhood, if you got to go run to do some groceries, yeah, yeah. you just grab a zip car for an hour. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Zipcar. You know what, Alex? I'm trying to uh, inform him about uh, the ways to get around our fair city. Guy, just buy a fucking car. <laughs> yeah. You drive you know out in mean? Calgary? Just, yeah, dude. I drive. You yeah. Have to. You just have to. buy a car. Yeah, yeah. It's Cash. A, it's the longest lease. you've ever driven for a gig. Uh, I think it was uh, 12 hours. Yeah, I've never had to go that far. I think I'm uh, in Yeah, Jeff, what's the longest you ever have to driven for a gig? Englehart is like two hours north and North Bay, so it was like, I don't know, five to six hours. I've never had to go That's further than that. It's a stone's throw for us Alberta. Well, I I, I've, I've been offered like Sault Ste. Marie, like, oh, you got to drive. And I'm like, I'm not fucking, it's like 18 hours or something to drive. And I'll, some of these guys will like say, fuck a hotel. I'll do four to five hours there and four to five hours back. Man, you got to do, now that you are in charge of these guys, you got to do them the service of not letting them risk their lives in the winter. Oh, get duh. a fucking hotel yeah, yeah, yeah. and just find a way to get that extra $300 out of the show so the guy can fly. Because I've been watching guys like Andrew Albert for 20 years post Facebook photos of underneath snow. Like, <laughs> I'm digging my car out for, for this gig in a church and wherever, you know? like He, he half wants... But, but most of the you places know, you're going don't even have a flight option. Yeah, that's true too. Or the cost and like gas money is one thing. Totally trying to do that, and then hotel. Like you always try to ask for everything. People who don't ask for it all don't get anything. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, but it's all about uh, good. Uh, what's that called? Deal making, sales, negotiations, negotiations, negotiations. Alex Ross, agent to the stars here. Yes. <laughs> I think he's got some negotiation skills. I um your uh your your management listens to this podcast, by the way. We nice. should give uh, we should give Jake a shout out. Hello, Jake. Hi, Jake Hirsch. How you doing, buddy? He uh he he, uh, he maybe he doesn't listen anymore. He used to. Yeah. So we'll He'll find listen out. to this episode for sure. Of course. <laughs> and his number one client. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's a good guy, man. Really like him. He used to uh used to come see me at the old open mic. Yeah. When he'd be oh, here on he, Wednesdays. He loves those shows. Mm-hmm. That's his jam. And he used to be a cop in the States, too, eh? He's got stories. He's seen some things. Yeah, I, I'm going to... He next... got stabbed, Jake, man. next time you're in town, you're coming on this goddamn podcast, all he right? He took a knife to the fucking gut. Ay. Blade to the gut. That's too much. That's too much. I don't like... I don't want to be stabbed. No. A lot of stabbings going on in the city right now. It's, it's... Don't say that. No, it's like a big yeah, trend going on. A lot of stabs, man. What's <laughs> Calgary? <laughs> now he's really milking it. <laughs> what, what's, what's, uh, what's Calgary's uh, preferred way of killing? Is there a lot of murders going on in Calgary? <laughs> Shit, man. I don't know. I'm not peeled to it uh, too closely. How do people die? I don't know. Most of them are native women, so we don't talk about it. <laughs> Doesn't quite make Nor do loose. they investigate. Yeah. <laughs> Because um, the Toronto right now, a lot of shootings going on, but there's like stabbings are on the rise. It's uh, I watch CP24 all day. If you're ever in Toronto, just sit down for an afternoon, turn to CP24. You'll feel so much better. What about is CP24? The most depressing fucking thing in the world. It's the 24-hour Toronto news channel. Yeah, and it's just just doom and gloom. I just watch fucking... live PD. That's all I watch. <laughs> Cops nonstop. <laughs> Holy shit. There's a really good uh, podcast on like cops and live PD that I highly recommend. I'll tell you about it. After. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why don't you recommend it to the listeners? I'd have to look it up. Keep talking. Do you know what? Live PD? Like, I... guy, you should only be recommending 
podcasts like The Vest of Friends or Speech Bubble or Talkin' Wrestling. Great podcasts you can only hear on Never Sleeps Network. But I do recommend Headlongs <laughs> Running from Cops. Running from Cops. And it's about cops, like the show Cops. Yeah, yeah. Like the history of like how did they get away with all this stuff. Like It's one of the good independent little uh, newsworthy podcasts. Headlong. Well, all right. Any more plugs? We got to wrap this up, man. It's 420 right now. Uh, any plugs? Yeah. What do you got to tell tell the people? Uh, if, yeah, if you're in Calgary, I run a monthly roast battle. So comedians go head-to-head, joke for joke, and the audience votes who's better. And there's always a headliner at the end, too. It's really like I put a lot I've of time. I've headlined that show. It's, yeah, it's a fun man. show. Um, is uh, Sam Walker still the, uh, still the supreme champ? No, he took a, a few months off oh. on this tour with Jason. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, he's actually coming back uh, November... Uh, you're not going to catch it because of the release of this, but the next show you can see him on is December 20th. December 20th. He was just yeah. on talking wrestling with Jason Rouse a few nice. weeks back. That would have been good. Yeah, yeah. Same there you go. Okay, guy. right check now, go out. there. Brett Forte, check him out. He's also got a podcast out there. What was the name of it again? Two Mirrors. Two Mirrors. Meerkats. Meerkats, like, like, not mirrors. Yeah, I know. It's shit. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's great. Oh, the branding. I know everyone's going to put in mirror, like you said. Yeah. Mirrors. M E E R S. Mirrors. 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 Two mirrors. Two we got mirrors. Our heads are on meerkat bodies. It's a good time. <laughs> um, and uh, when you uh, when you back out in Ontario this way, uh, touring? I don't know. I don't have anything uh, booked uh, as of now, but I'll be headlining uh, Yucks Calgary November 15th. And 16th. Oh, fucking a man. Um, I uh, I loved I, that I got to catch your headline set the other night. Um, it was fucking great, and Thanks, my man. wife was quite impressed with you. Yes. So uh, maybe nice. she will let you see those perfect tits. <laughs> I earned them. <laughs> that's what you gotta get. That's how you gotta get into her pants, buddy. You make her laugh, pal. Yeah. You think she's attracted Any to this? Any plans on blowing her out soon? Um, no, no, <laughs> we're not. We're, we're not gonna. We're not gonna blow her out. We uh, we just got a dog, and that's as far as we're going. Oh, okay. So it's a uh, nice. The pre blowout. We're on I Easy see. Street. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the tread's low on the relationship. <laughs> it's the pre blowout. This tire's about to blow. <laughs> Um, guys, that's been another episode of the Potato Files with my hilarious guest, Brett Forte. Uh, get out there and check him out. Um, get, give him some clicks, guys. You want some clicks? Clicks are clicks. Clicks are clicks, baby. And, uh, ladies, if you see him at a show, give him a clit, too. Hey! Uh, hey! Uh, but, you know, come say us uh, next time and, uh, catch me at the Underground. Uh, Dope and Mike Comedy. It's ending very soon, by the way. Bye-bye, everyone! Bye! Bye-bye. And with the helicopter in the background, Ooh, a la Goodfellas. <laughs> <laughs>